drinks are poured, the candle has been lit. The violet and patchouli candle, that is. Very important. <laughs> Welcome to the Horror Salon. I am your co-host, Andemic. And I am your co-host, The Witch. So Witch. Oh, Andemic. Oh, God. Okay, so tonight we're going to be talking about horror conventions. One of our favorite pastimes. Totally. However, we're going to also have to get through what uh, has been coined the Andemic and the Witch Con Vomitron colon The Smattering. The Smattering. And it is a smattering, everybody. Yeah. The Pazuzi tonight is a shit show. It is a shit show of liqueurs. So let me just tell you why. Um, this was uh, this was my pick. So when you go to a con, you know, you take your own food and drink to have in the room. I know, right? That is an overwhelming smell. <laughs> you, uh, you know, especially if it's in a, in a hotel or you're in the hotel next to the convention center, whatever. Um, and you load, you load up because you don't want to leave the con. So you um, get your drinks and everything ready, whatever you're going to drink. And so in the spirit of that, I decided to go with mini bottles. Mini bottles. Uh, you know, because, you know, mini bars and hotels, although most cons don't happen at places that have mini bars, but that doesn't matter. So bring your own. own. Bring your own. Bring your own mini bar. So, you know, and shove one in your pocket and do a shot after you meet uh, Robert England. I mean, oh, I my gosh. Meet Robert England. So, you know, great. So, and it just so happened that they're 99 cents each at home buy. So, we're going to do... The gauntlet. The gauntlet. Everybody, she brought seven. The con vomitron. Seven. And one of them is not small. It is large. <laughs> it is not large. It is an extra large drink. Okay. Shall I just read off what it is? Yes. Read off what, we are, what, we're, te- what we're sampling. Revel Stoke Pecan Liqueur Whiskey. Sheepdog Peanut Butter Whiskey. Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey, Tequila Rose Strawberry Cream, uh, Old Smoky Mountain Moon or Old Smoky Moonshine Butter Pecan, a Buzzball Chalk Tease, and then we're going to wrap it all in a bow (laughs) with Chi Chi's Long Island Iced Tea. And Andemic brought up a good point. Chi Chi's has been closed for a long time. Where the hell did this come from? I think it's. I think they kept it left in the back room. Jesus. And they put it on the shelves at home buys and said, "I bet it's liquor by now." <laughs> oh my God! You're probably right. Fantastic. So that's what we're consuming tonight. Okay, so here we go to tonight's salon. This is the pecan, this is the pecan liqueur Revel Stoke. Jesus. I just want to tell you, I could smell it when she poured it. And it, she's not looking happy. <laughs> this was your decision. <laughs> you drank the whole thing. Well, it's a fucking shot, right? <laughs> That's really good, actually. That is sweet. <laughs> it is. It's not what I expected. I actually want to put that. So one of our dear friends makes brownies all the time. And I feel like if you put this in that brownie frosting that would be good we should do that we should tell her to do that 21 percent alcohol you know i feel like princeton minnesota i feel like they melted a butterscotch like a werther's it tastes so good and i'm not a whiskey person but that is good Uh i can feel my hair growing now but i am a whiskey person i do like whiskey this, I mean, this is like, I mean, it's very sweet. Mm-hmm. So like, it's not like super whiskey e to me, but it's like, yeah, you're yummy. Right. Maybe that's why I'm okay with it. Cause it doesn't taste like a saddle. It doesn't taste like, it doesn't taste, yeah, it doesn't taste like saddle to you, which is good. Okay. Okay. So con. Con. So fun. Cons are awesome. They're so awesome. Um, where else can you be amongst, I don't know, kindred horror spirits? Everyone. I'm saying horror. Apparently other people say horror. Why? I don't know why, but they do. I'm not saying whore. A whore salon is something totally different. So anyway, I'm sorry. I just had, I just, <laughs> it's sad to say that. Um, I mean, horror? Although, horror, 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 
Horror. <laughs> no, why? No, horror. Horror. Horror, horror salon. Um, the, the horror celebs, the merch, the panels, oh, fun, 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 the fun, people fun. watching is exquisite. All of it is so much fun, but we have to start with like what might be the highlight of horror conventions to me. The road trip. Oh, God, yes. Do tell them, do tell them our... Um, we have rituals we do. that we follow. And so I should say that conventions are a new fun hobby of mine that Andemic actually introduced me to because I always got really um, nervous, I guess you could say, about meeting celebrities. I mean, that's like in general, I just like, I, I, I wouldn't know what to say. I like to think that, you know, they're just people too, yeah. right? And I would hope like that I, if I were in any position of fame, I would want someone to think that of me. Like, I'm just a person, too. Right. right? So that's what you want to think. But then you hear all these weird stories mm-hmm. about certain people that act kind of uppity yeah. and blah, blah. And I'm like, I just don't want to have a bad experience. And, like, I also don't want to say something weird, which your emotions get the best of you. They and do. You and say, sometimes you do just say a weird you thing. You say a weird thing. And then you're like, oh, super self-conscious like what the fuck did i say that for like oh i know my God. there's something i said to elvira that still today sometime i'll just shudder uh, <laughs> even though she doesn't remember me from the last right? shit she took but she didn't I mean, remember it the moment it came out of your mouth <laughs> no my god but i still think about it um so after that incident i made up my own little script that that works right um but they also say speaking of being nervous about it that you shouldn't meet your heroes don't meet your heroes because right, what if you fucking hate them what yeah what if you're disappointed in it and it shatters something that you loved about their work or what they do or right anyway um luckily i've been lucky and i believe you have also been, I've very, been very lucky, lucky. um and the, the people that we've met yeah i've been super duper lucky i've met some really cool people as as part of this because of pandemic so um but one of the, the so the favorite one of the favorite parts i should say of going to horror conventions for me is the road trip ahead mm-hmm. because you're pumped up you're mm-hmm. gonna see some cool people and i'd say beyond that you're just gonna be around some awesome like fellow nerds oh, and that yeah. there's like oh, a yeah. whole energy that you feed off of there mm-hmm. so we have a little bit of a ritual where it's like who's bringing what road snack Andemic is known for her gummies. Mm-hmm. Delightful. Um, I always bring, I try and bring some sort of fruit and nut because yes, I'm yep. like, why? She's why did I even nut. try? Why mm-hmm. did I even try in that regard? And then another fun little thing is that you get to stop at these cool little restaurants you would have never gone to mm-hmm. because you probably would have never been in that small little town just outside of enter big city yep. here, right? So we've got to eat at some really cool places because of that. The place we did eat in downtown Indianapolis. Oh my gosh, what was that place called? I, oh shit. Punch Burger. Um, is that a place in Indianapolis? Someone let me know. Uh, Punch Burger. I'm gonna. Um, whatever this place was when we went to Indianapolis, we found this burger restaurant where they grill the cheese. So they put the cheese on the flat top griddle. So all of the cheese on your burger, because you know when you get your burger and you get the crispy bits of cheese and it's like a treat, the whole slice of cheese is that on this burger. Mm-hmm. And Emic and I ate it, exploded in the bathroom, <laughs> yeah. and then promptly left for Ohio. I was pretty excited. I made it all the way home without destroying you in the car. <laughs> <laughs> no road snacks were had on the way home. Yes, it was Punch Burger. Punch Burger. So Punch Burger, go there. They griddle the cheese on the grill top before they put it on the burger. Mm-hmm. It is different level. Delish. The whole thing was delish. Worth it. Worth the whole trip to Indianapolis. Which the con was worth it too, but like also that burger yeah. was yeah. worth it. I would probably drive back to Indianapolis for that burger. I probably would too. I probably would. Well, we're going to hit cons as soon as, you know, the world's allowed to do stuff again. Yeah, and as soon as, like, you know, someone decides that we're actually in a pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean. And the world, the world uh, <laughs> reacts appropriately. That's all I'm going to say. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just zip it on that and pour some peanut yeah, butter whiskey. Pour some peanut butter whiskey. But you're going to chug again. that first. Oh, I have to finish this. Okay. 
and down the hatch. Oh. Wow. The sheepdog the peanut sheep butter whiskey has been, has poured. been poured. Uh, what are we looking for here? I feel like I am in marching band again. <laughs> in the bleachers, played my flute. It's a big halftime show. Played the flute? Of course I did. Come on. Of course I did. Woodwind, which? Fine. Um, Lame, but fine. You know. As my si- as my sister as my sister like to lovingly say. Tooch flute, sissy. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Thanks. Thanks, sis. Thanks. That didn't scar me at all. Oh, my God. I love it. All right. Peanut butter whiskey. Oh, no. That's a bad one. (laughs) That is absolutely bad. I've had peanut butter whiskey. In fact, there is a Ohio-based peanut butter whiskey screwball. That is excellent. Oh. oh, it's from Kentucky. Louisville. What? Louisville, Kentucky. Well, they got they also one. said they love to hear from their customers. I don't think they do. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think they want to hear think from they us. Um, okay, so those, that, that is basically my summation of the trip ahead of um Oh, and you have to cons. pick out what horror shirt you're going to wear. Yes. That's always an important part. Andemic just pulled a bottle of Boone's Farm that we drank in a previous episode and is pouring our liqueurs into it. This is going to be the repository for the things repository that are shitty. For all, all shitty liqueurs. Okay. So, yeah. So, the adventure there. Excellent. Yes. Um, and then you get there. So, I have to ask you, Andemic, because you've yeah. been to a lot more conventions than I have been. Do you have a favorite, not necessarily your favorite con you've ever been to, mm-hmm. but your favorite venue? Well, I mean, that for me is hands down the Living Dead Weekend in Evan City, okay. which takes place uh, in Edco Park, which is right there in, in the town of Evan City. Um, so, so, the whole festival is kind of uh, woven through town. Um, but then also the Living Dead weekend in Mon- at the Monroeville Mall, where nice. everything takes place inside the mall. Very cool. Hands down my favorite. Very cool. Yeah, what about you? Uh, Indianapolis <laughs> is probably my favorite spot. Yeah, I the like Indianapolis. The convention center there? Yeah. That was a cool venue. And they had... They had a shuttle service. Like, I felt like a, I felt like a celebrity. Like, <laughs> parked our car, just hop on the shuttle to take you right to, like, the door. Yeah. You just wander in, had nice big um, convention rooms, like, yep. nicely spaced out. I thought it was an excellent venue. Yeah, and I thought it was really well run. Yeah. Um, was that, was, was that Horror Hound? Or was I, that a Days of the Dead? I can't remember, honestly. Both of those cons are pretty well run. The only thing I don't like is the the way they do ticketing, but mm. I don't know what a better way is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no that that was a really that was fun. That was really fun, and we got in and out of there. It was. That's what I think I love the most about it is like it was such a big um, venue that you didn't feel stuck. Some yes. of those venues are so small, and you're like crowded, and you feel like um, they oversell it. Yeah, and you can't even move. Yeah. But yeah, so, so Indianapolis so in, Convention So along the lines of that, um, sometimes it's best to go on Friday night or mm. on Sunday. Yes. Um, I, the only thing I would warn there is make sure the people you want to meet are going to be there those two days oh, also. fair, fair. Um, sometimes some of the, the marquee names um, will only appear on Saturday, Saturday, and Saturday is the big day. So that's when it gets insane. Yeah, those are the, if you're leery of crowds... Um, Saturday is probably not your day, but also the Saturday might be the day your person's there. So yeah, that's true. So, but it's also worth going that day too, because that's when most of the awesome costumes come out. Yeah. Um, and the cosplay and all that. It's so much fun. So much fun. For sure. For sure. I've also noticed Friday nights and I, you know, correct me if I'm wrong here, but it seems that a lot of the time they do film festivals on Friday nights. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of like screenings and stuff. So if that's your kind of gig. Friday yeah. night might be cool yeah. for you because um, there seems to be like lots of sneak peeks. And yeah, for sure. Viewings. And like debut of uh, like up and coming directors yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fun. That's definitely fun. 
Um, and I think I think they just intersperse that through the whole weekend. Um, is that a word? Intersperse. It is now. Yeah. Well, that's my yeah. I like that word. Interse- interspersed. Interspersed. <gasps> Hashtag interspersed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, but anyway, um, another thing. It, it, it's just the whole atmosphere of the whole thing. It's so much fun. You get to go and be amongst your people. Um, a couple things that happened to me just as I'm walking through the con and just getting from point A to point B, doing whatever. I was in the bathroom with Adrian Barbeau. Oh, that's uh, cool. I was in the bathroom with Lenny Quigley. So uh, I, we walked past the restaurant, and, and I think we were in Cincinnati. And I just happened to look to my right. In They had these little windows into the restaurant. And there sat Tom Savini, Gunnar Hansen, who is the original Leatherface, mm-hmm. and two Jasons. Wow. Uh, having lunch. Just having it's a, a just nice lunch. It's just free-range horror icons. Yeah. And it is so much fun. You can be in the elevator with somebody, you know. Absolutely. Um, and they and yeah. and half these people like they'll walk around and they'll look at the vendors and the different they art do. and they absolutely they, do. They're awesome, and they like I don't know. They, you will see them behind the table, but you'll see them yeah beyond the table as well. But that is a very good segue, which into some protocol. Yes, there um, are many protocols that you should follow if you are a non-convention goer. Listen yeah. up. Yeah. Um, and the, these are protocols, uh, these should be universal protocols, but at least for those of us who are respectful. Mm-hmm. These are the protocols. First and foremost, these celebs are very uh, generous with their time. They're very accessible at their tables during the con, but when they are not at their tables, leave them alone. Yes. Unless they talk to you, right. just leave them alone. Um, they're trying to enjoy themselves. They're, yeah, they're trying to, to, to have a little downtime too and see the sights and so just leave them alone um don't be that person um which is kind of the next thing don't be that person <laughs> please uh, don't be that who person. tries to monopolize the celebrity's time uh take your few minutes with them um and move on and wash in the awesomeness that you just experienced um if you drag it out it will get awkward um and then you'll kick yourself and relive it over and over again and they will forget you or you will become a story that they tell. That they tell at a future con. At a future con. Because they, they have do, done they that. Have done I've that. heard them do that. We have heard them do that. Um, just be cool. Uh, I mentioned a little bit ago that I have I have my own little teeny script in my head that I do. And basically I walk up and I say, it is so awesome that you're here. Um, and they, they always respond really well to that. Uh, it's almost like, oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, because... Sometimes I, I imagine they get overrun too with just collectors who want who just want churns of, of sing, churn yeah. up signatures and signatures. But there are also legitimate amazing fans. Right. But um, I always say it's awesome that they're there, and I thank them for being there because you know I want to meet you. So I mean this is cool. But um, then I ask something like, "What is your favorite horror movie?" Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, they talk about their work all the time. And I definitely tell them the thing that I love about, you know, what they do. Right. But I always follow it up with something about them. I think that's awesome. So, I don't know. I mean, this is just me me yakking about it. But it works for me. And right. then I walk away and I feel good. And I feel like maybe they felt good talking to me for a second. Right. So. I love that tip, too, because I think. You know, there are those of us who might go to something like this and maybe maybe you're the personality type where like conversation just comes supernaturally to you and yeah. like you can get up there and BS with a celebrity, no problem, and, and that's fine for you. But there are some of us that are like, that's kind of uncomfortable yeah, for sure. me. Um, I, I wouldn't know what to say or I'd kick myself uh-huh. I, or I would be that person who might stay in linger, not intentionally, but just because I didn't know what to do. Right. right, right. So maybe it is a have a plan, have a plan prepare a little scripted thing who cares if you sound scripted mm-hmm. you only sound scripted to you yeah you don't sound scripted to them right, right so I think that's a great tip yeah and and for god's sake be polite just be polite yes even if they're not and and that will happen from time to time just be polite right <laughs> um what, what was I gonna say next um cash Mm, cash important a thing you might not know too like if you went 
for the first time, you might not know, oh, I should have cash on me. So yeah, yeah, good tip. Make sure you always have cash because most of the celebrity tables, when you pay for your autograph, it is all cash. Right. Uh, I don't know that I've ever, even some of the higher ticket, unless you've bought it online beforehand. Yeah, because you can prepay some of them. You can prepay some of of the autographs and things. Um, I don't think I've ever experienced a credit card that wasn't, a prepay online and plus there are so many people there and you know how those like square readers are yeah yeah You're, even if they had them they'd probably be shoddy yeah that just reminded me of one thing i was gonna add about um the have a plan to meet the celebrity if you think you're gonna lose your shit because you're just so excited um there in many cases is an option to do the um the professional photo shoot instead oh yeah and it's basically a cattle call you get 15 seconds with them max right but you get a professional photo taken with them and you might not even even ha- i mean if you're really nervous you probably don't even have to say anything just no. like hi you're like hey you know yeah Take and photo get and your leave. picture and then get out of there so yeah that's a great if you don't want to say anything <laughs> that's a yeah. good idea yeah yeah um i did that a couple times it's like i don't know i might lose it if yeah. i talk to her so um so we said make yourself a plan, um, but also that make a plan goes for the entire time you're there. If you have certain things you know you want to do, mm-hmm. make sure you know what times they're happening and always consult when you get there. Don't rely on what is online because things are subject to change all the time with, with their schedules. So make sure if there are panels you want to see, you get your autographs done in time and make sure you know when they're doing their autographs right. and when they're, you know, when they're in the panels and... Um, what I like to do is if everyone I want to meet is there on Friday and we're doing a three day, um, I will get all my signatures on Friday mm-hmm. and then spend Saturday and Sunday morning just leisurely doing panels, seeing movies. Cause that's the cool thing about yeah, cons vendors. is they have so many different yeah. facets. Like you can meet your celebrities. Yes. Yeah. But you can also watch a movie. Yeah. Or you can also go to a panel where maybe they're doing like a talk with a bunch of different celebrities from a certain franchise. Yeah. Or you can go. One of the weirdest things. Well, I guess it's not weird now, but it was weird for me when I first went. I didn't realize how ingrained um, tattoo culture is with oh, horror. Yes. And I love that because I love tattoos yeah. and I love horror. Um, so they, a lot of these cons will have like live tattooing happen. I mean, maybe it's not totally socially appropriate to sit there and watch someone else get tattooed, but but it's it's kind of fun. Yeah. So like, Hey, go, go sneak peek. Why not watch it? Well, if that's Um, something you're interested in, you typically will have to make your appointment well in advance because they will be booked. You won't be able to probably get in anytime during the con as a walk up. So Make sure you check out how to do that if you if that's something you want to do. But there's like usually a whole room of it, so it's uh-huh. kind of fun just to go in there and watch that for a little bit. Yeah. And so there's so many things to do at cons. Yes. Um, that I probably wouldn't have realized if I'd never been to one. So. So I have to ask. Yeah. Uh, what has been your favorite experience? Oh, jeez. Your favorite con experience. I mean, I have so many. You have so um, many. I really do, but I'm going to say, and, and it's probably, you know, a broken record, but Living Dead Weekend, Evan City, Living Dead Weekend, Monroeville Mall, um, Flashback Weekend in Chicago Okay, uh, was the first time I believe I met all of the main cast of Dawn of the Dead. Horror Hound, Days of the Dead, uh, Cinema Wasteland. I've met Ooh. a sprinkling of all of them mm-hmm. at, at all of those. But um, my experience with the cast of George Romero's movies has been second to none. Um, they are excited about being there. They love the movies. They look at them as fans the way we do, and they were in them. Right. You know, um, a, a lot of them still live in in the Pittsburgh area because it was, you know, a lot of a lot of their friends were just in the that, movie that were yeah. there, you know, um, and helped make the movies. Um, meeting George Romero the first time, I absolutely cried because his movies mean so much to me, and I was lucky enough before he passed away to have gotten to meet him five times. Awesome. Um, you know, Galen Ross, David Emge, uh, Ken Foray, Foray, uh, oh gosh, 
Oh my gosh, I just lost his name. Oh no, it'll ah, come to you. Roger, the guy who plays yeah. Roger. Oh my god, it'll this come is to you. shameful. It'll come to you at it, a it, random it moment. It will. De- it will definitely come to me. But um, but they're just all so awesome. Uh, it was so funny when I stood next to Ken Foray. Um, I said, man, I, I feel so small and dainty next to you. And he goes, oh, you are dainty, baby. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, but. Uh, so um, what's really cool, I feel. Scott Reiniger. Oh, my God. Scott Reiniger. Scott, I'm sorry. I know exactly who you are, and I love you. And Emma loves you. <laughs> you should know that. Um, I know you're listening to this podcast right is. now. And I, I feel like. You should know that Andemic loves you. Exactly. Uh, meeting uh, Judith O'Day and Judith Ridley from Night of the Living Dead. That's Barbara. Oh, yeah. And, oh, my God. And Judy. I mean, come on. Uh, Bill Hensman, who was uh, ghoul number one. Yeah. The very first zombie you see. Yeah. They didn't call them zombies then. They called them ghouls. But um, but all of those experiences uh, were just stellar. Oh, my gosh. Lenny Lee's and Sharon Sakat. Oh my! I could go on and on and on and on and on. Nick Tallow. It's it, it's never ending. But anyway, I love this. Um, here is here is one in in particular. Uh, Molly McCloskey. I don't know if you know who she is, but and this would be definitely before the witch's time. But she was Miss Molly from Romper Room. Do you even know what Romper Room is? No. It was a kids show. Okay. <laughs> it was a kids show with a bee named Doobie. Um, but anyway, and Kimball, the thing. I can't remember what Kimball was. But anyway, so Miss Molly. Okay. At the end of every episode, she had this magic mirror that she would hold up to the TV screen and do her romper, bumper, stomper, boo, um, something, something, I see you. And then she would name people. So she uh, is from that area, Pittsburgh. Okay. And was in Dawn of the Dead. And she was also in Knight Riders, um, another Romero, uh, I feel classic. It is underappreciated. I love that movie. Anyway, so she's in both of those, and I went up to talk to her at Living Dead Weekend in Monroeville, and I told her, I said, I don't think I ever heard my name on the show. And she said, oh, come on, surely you did. <laughs> she goes, um, but she had the magic mirror with her. Mm-hmm. She had it with her. That's awesome. And she goes, all right, all right. She goes, I'm sure I said your name, but here, we're going to keep you out of therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. She goes, let's do this. So uh, she did the romper, bumper, stomper, and then she said my name Aww. into the mirror, and that was a magic moment. That's amazing. I will never forget that moment. It was so much fun. That's amazing. She That's was there. Story. She was there with her daughter. Um, yeah, and oh gosh, yeah. That's amazing. I got others. You want to hear a couple others? Yeah, tell me all. Tell um, me all of them. When I met Heather Langenkamp, who was Nancy from Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh yeah. Uh, she was so cool. Um, I told her about the, I was relating to that God, I look 20 line when she has that streak in her hair. And when I saw the movie the first time I was in my teens, so I'm like, Oh my God, you do look old. You do look 20. And I said, how funny is it now? I'm standing here in front of you, you know, Mm -hmm. a 40 something year old. (laughs) And she goes, Oh my God. Cause she was signing a picture as I was telling her or talking to her. And she goes, Oh, that's it. And she threw that picture behind her and grabbed another one and wrote, God, I look 20. <laughs> and um, we just both laughed about that because we, both of us are very much over 20 now. Um, but that was a great moment. Uh, Amy Steele, who was in uh, Friday the 13th Part 2, which is my favorite Friday the 13th. Yeah. Um, I feel like she was the first true badass yep. that fought back. Um, she had Pamela Voorhees's disgusting blue sweater yeah she had it with her and let me touch it and hold it up to myself and we have a picture oh my gosh um, of, of me holding it up and yeah. that's amazing yeah i got to touch the sweater great experiences uh yeah, I, yeah i've been very lucky because I, you know i do know you can catch a celeb on a bad day there was one in particular that i wanted to meet but when i walked past her table she looked really frustrated and frazzled about something and I thought Mm-mm, I'm not gonna ruin I'm not gonna ruin my this experience my yeah. experience so we're just gonna let that go and right if it comes up again maybe but um it's just something to keep in mind yeah everyone has a bad day yeah of course they you do. can't I mean you can't control that uh so here I'll, I'll just I'll brag a little and so and brag. Brag, brag, both brag. of my um my Dawn of the Dead poster 
and my Night of the Living Dead poster and Day of the Dead poster, the original trilogy, I would say I have about 75, 80 signatures between the three of them. That's amazing. Um, so I've spent a lot of time and money on those. On those, yeah. Absolutely worth every penny. Um, but other other celebs I've met, you know, I said Heather Langenkamp, Amy Steele, Denise Crosby, who was Tasha Yar, but was also in Pet Cemetery. Oh, yeah. Uh, Norman Reedus. I mm-hmm. mean, everyone knows Daryl. And Denai Guerrera, Guerrera mm-hmm. uh, who's Michonne. Mm-hmm. Um, completely gracious. Awesome. Completely gracious. Uh, and especially, they probably get so many fans I at those mean, things. I mean, good God. Because I know all the Walking Dead cast, their lines are always like... Yeah. And, and that's something that we're going to talk about at some point. I have feelings about Walking Dead. Yes. Um, but good and bad. But I have feelings. Uh, but anyway, they, they're always really just excited that it's happening. Yeah. Um, which is cool. Um, Lena Headey, who who played, uh, oh God, Cersei. I love Lena Headey. On Game of Thrones. Yes. She was in a really cool movie that actually had a happy ending that I wasn't expecting. And I, uh, I just gushed about that. But with her, I only did, I only did the photo op because I knew I was gonna be a turd. So yeah, so I I went that route. Uh, Ralph Macchio. Oh gosh. Uh, Lucy Lawless. Yes. Gave me a freaking hug. Oh, that's I thanked awesome. her for being, being uh, she and Gabrielle being characters I could relate to. Yeah. In my life, uh, you know, as a young coming out person. Yeah. Um, she gave me a hug. Oh my god, it was. Oh, Lucy fucking Zena hugged me, man. <clears throat> uh, Haley Atwell, Agent Carter. Yeah. Uh, Jillian Anderson. Oh, goodness. Don't you met even. Jillian Anderson? Yeah, don't even, man, because uh, that was another one. I just did a photo op simply because I knew I might just melt into a puddle. Yeah, you couldn't have talked to Jillian Anderson, but that's no. fine. That's fine. Uh, Catherine off. Tate, who was one of the familiars on doctor who okay but i didn't i never saw her in doctor who i just know her from the Catherine tate show she's a british comedian okay um who along the lines of like don french and jennifer saunders um right in there um aaron gray who was colonel wilma deering on buck rogers that show helped define my childhood oh um and she was my first crush if i'm Love that. thinking about it and gil gerard who played buck rogers come on See, look at you. You have, like, a never-ending list over there just of all these amazing people that you've uh, met. And it, you know, and it, it's, been, it's been really cool. Um, I just love being amongst, being amongst our nerds. Yeah, our nerds are awesome. Now, you go, because I love your story. First, oh, Fireball. Oh, yeah, we have Fireball to drink. Fireball. And I'm not finishing this, by the way. The toothpaste. I hate Fireball so much. <laughs> It tastes like so many bad decisions in college. I mean, yeah. It tastes like shame. Yeah, it's bad. Fireball's yeah. bad. Bad one. Bad one. Um, so I've met uh, a, a lot of cool celebrities myself. Well, I won't say a lot because the endemic has met a lot. I've met a few cool celebrities myself. Um, I met uh, Sheriff Brackett. Uh, Charles Cyphers from the original Halloween. Mm-hmm. So sweet. So I nice. Your glasses. Oh, whatever. So nice. Um, had a fun time uh, talking to him. Um, and at the same convention, I met Nick Castle, who was <laughs> the shape. Um, I. So. Everyone who knows me knows that I'm just absolutely obsessed with Halloween, um, the original Halloween. I have a lot of thoughts on some of the other iterations, but the original Halloween, obsessed, favorite scary movie of all time. I just love the shape. I love Michael in that movie. I think that's like the pinnacle of horror for Mm -hmm. me. So to meet Michael, I, I mean... Andemic can tell you I was a nervous wreck. <laughs> you the were. Entire, I had to talk you down. You had to talk me down. I was like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'm not going to meet Nick Castle. <laughs> this is stupid. Like this every is once in a while in the line, she'd turn to me and go, what What are we doing? No, no we this is know. not going like, to no. Let's go to see the vendors. <laughs> let's go see the vendors, everybody. No. So I get up there. Nick Castle, super cool guy, sitting down, hanging out, uh, gets up, shakes my hand, I think, and 
it's kind of a whole blur because I'm pretty like the only thing I said to him was I love you <laughs> and he said okay and, he, and then he was like <laughs> laughing at me and he was like oh thank you so much for being here blah 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 well I didn't know what to say I would have loved to have a script because I think the only other thing I said was he signed my picture and I said I love you again and then I walked yeah. away and I was like a moment of panic but he was so nice he chuckled he knew exactly what was yeah. going on which was the best because I was mortified but yeah. you could just tell like he was very comforting mm-hmm. he shook my hand he mm-hmm. said you know yeah he he calmed me a little bit mm-hmm. as much as I could have been calmed in that experience but I think I cried you did. it was it, and I don't know how else to describe it other than it it was like this moment where it's like this passion that I have um that not a lot of people have and here's this person that was so influential to me even having this Mm -hmm. passion and I'm getting to talk to them yeah you know like it's just like all that emotion coming out at once right um even though they're just another human being they might not even view themselves as that special or that important they had such a like their their performance their art Mm -hmm. had such a um profound impact on yeah my life so that was a really neat experience that was one of the most genuine sweet moments I've ever witnessed and I almost cried for you yeah like it was just (laughs) it was so great yeah I just love it and now Nick Castle's reprising his role yes in the new Halloween that's coming out and I'm just excited for him because I he was so gracious in that meeting that I'm just like yes right please please reprise your role (laughs) like you are Michael you need to come back um, and then I also met Matthew Lillard. Yeah. Um, which is, I mean, Matthew Lillard was super fun to me. He was so outgoing. He was so outgoing. He was like there for it. He totally was. He gave me a high five. He gave me a hug. He, and Demick's glass is moving on its own. Um, he also compared my hands with the size of his hands because, I mean, Matthew Lillard is a large man. He, he is. is. He's a big guy. A big guy. And he has very large mm-hmm. hands. Very large hands. Mm-hmm. And I have very tiny hands. And he was fascinated by them. Mm-hmm. He was like, you have the tiniest hands in the world. I said, I don't know if it's that extreme, but thank you. <laughs> he um, talked to us for, he even drew me into it. And I was just there to paparazzi. Yeah, he drew Endemic into it. Talked to Endemic for a bit. So he like sat down casually on a table and was signing things and just chatting with yeah. me. Like, super super cool dude yeah and I think we went to a panel after and he like requested a Bud Light that's right he did (laughs) or maybe I'm sorry Matthew Lillard if you're listening to this if you weren't (laughs) drinking Bud Light but like requested some domestic beer that he was just like casually drinking while he was talking about his uh his roles so yeah he was a cool he was very cool very um, down to to earth very he he's one of those guys and he said it he knows he's lucky to be doing what he's doing yeah yeah, and, and you can just tell. still be doing what he's doing. Right. Yeah, there was no arrogance. I, I mm-hmm. wouldn't say that of all of the celebrities I've met. There was everyone I yeah. have been very um lucky because everyone has been super gracious, mm-hmm. um, wonderful people yeah. to just kinda meet and super caring about their fans and mm-hmm. happy to be there. So um for all of the nerves that you'll have before I would encourage you, if you want to meet someone, go ahead. Go try it. Try, yeah. try it out. Try out. Test out those waters. Test the waters. Okay. Speaking of test the waters, tequila, rose, strawberry, cream. All right. Hit it. <laughs> Whoa. It kind of tastes like if cereal marshmallows were made with Windex. But maybe that's the fireball that's left in the bottom. It's probably the fireball that's left in the bottom. Um, Like, I like the aftertaste. Yeah, I don't hate it. But, like, the beginning taste, I don't know that I like. It is like um, strawberry milk. Candy. Strawberry milk candy. Delightful. Yeah, it's fine. I'm I'm fine with that. Are you pouring that into my... Oh, shit, it wasn't done. Yes, well, now it's going to (laughs) be... And I just poured... (laughs) That into my already existing I thought you rose. took it all down I like a champ. It. I did Okay, so next is going to be Old Smoky Moonshine Butter Pecan. I just thought that said moon Mixed swoosh. with tequila rose. I don't like that. 
Oh. I don't like that one at all. That one burns my nose. That one burns my face off. Is that what moonshine's supposed to do? Uh, probably. Probably okay. like an antiseptic. <laughs> Fantastic. We're into the creamy drinks now, people. Creamy drinks. It's about to get serious. So, while we're talking cons, um, I have to ask you, and Demic, mm-hmm. do you have any cons you have not yet been to that you want to go to? Uh... I do, yes. I would like to go to Monster Mania, which takes place in New Jersey. I think they have two different ones in New Jersey. Uh, Walker Stalker Con in Atlanta. Cool. Uh, I think it's in Atlanta. I think that's right. Uh, Texas Frightmare. Oh, that one was on my list, too. Texas yeah. Frightmare. Isn't that one of the biggest ones in the U.S.? Yes. Texas Frightmare? Yes. And um, Spooky Empire I'd like to go to. That's in Orlando, Florida. Oh, it's cool. The, it's, I think it's the biggest one in Florida. Uh, but yeah, and then, you know, I would love to go to San Diego Comic-Con and I mean, my, sure. my love of cons extends far past horror, but, sure. um, but yeah, I'll really go to anything. Oh yeah. Just to go and experience the atmosphere mm-hmm. is, is cool enough. I, um, so you've been to Cinema Wasteland? Yes. A couple times. I have that on my list. Nice. Cause I've never been to Cinema Wasteland. It's close by. So it's like, why not? It is, you know, and it's smaller and it deals a lot with. Uh, more obscure kinds of horror. Yeah. But um, they had the in, uh, a lot of the cast of Day of the Dead, and I met a lot of Romero people there. Oh, cool. Um, but it's just a neat a neat little con. Cool. Um, worth a trip, for sure. Worth a trip. I mean, it's Cleveland, so yeah. that's like no no big deal. Um, I found one named Ar- Arcana in St. Paul, Minnesota. Okay. Um, apparently it's a literature based con. What? All focused on horror. Well, I mean, wh- road trip. I mean, we could get there easily. We're doing that. I think that would be super fun. And then the last one I had on my list was Monster Palooza in Pasadena. Oh my gosh, yes. I forgot about that one. Yeah, I think that'd be so fun because that one focuses on um, costuming and like makeup and special effects. Yeah. So I feel like that would be super fun just to kind of, you know, get to see that whole world. Because sure. I'm like interested in that, but I know nothing about it. Like I've always found myself when we go to those, uh, when we go to the cons we go to, I'm always fascinated by the special effects booths and like the costuming booths. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know nothing about it. I'd love to go to a whole con dedicated to it. Oh my gosh. That would be really cool. Yeah. I think that would be so fun. So those those are my big bucket list ones. Very cool, yeah. Um, I really am and uh, am open to go to really any of them. I mean, yeah. uh, I know there are a couple others in Pennsylvania that are good. I can't remember names of everything. I just wrote down the ones that I definitely want to get to. But um, I'll go anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, let's share this. Uh, we're uh, we're almost to the end of our vomit vomitron. T- smattering trail um what are what's what's next up on the list buzz balls chalk teas chalk teas which is premium vodka orange wine and cream you taste any orange in there no there's um, no orange are my Where taste did buds I get just the, it's chocolate vodka they said yeah well premium vodka chalk teas buzz balls i don't hate this which makes me mad because i want to hate this (laughs) uh we've come to the end so what's it time for (gasps) what the hell what the hell i still (laughs) don't fucking understand this story (laughs) did anyone hear about the man flying a jet jet pack above lax what what the hell this happened very recently so apparently um i got this from cnn uh an american airlines pilot calls in to like you know the tower and says there's a guy in a jetpack flew past the plane (laughs) they were at three thousand feet oh my god and then there was, like, another airliner that calls in. Same story. Like, yeah, a man with a jetpack, a couple feet this direction, just flew past the plane. 
And then they had to like voice all the planes in the area, like be on the lookout for a man in a jet pack flying around. I don't know if they found the guy. According to this article, they have not. And apparently the controller just said only in L.A. Um, what the hell? Like, I know people are working on jetpacks, but don't you think like, hey, that's probably not a good idea to fly next to LAX. Yeah. Like, at what point that engine could suck you in at any moment? Yeah. Like, at what, like, what are you doing? Yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. Okay. But like, what? What the hell else can 2020 bring us? Don't ask that out loud. I, I, I just like, okay. Get off your, get off your jetpack. <laughs> Stop. Stop it. Okay. Um, you're going to want to try the last beverage as I'm telling you about my what the hell. Oh, what's the last beverage? The last beverage. Chi-Chi's Long Island iced tea. I still have... Foamy yeah, there's bits. Flomey f- stuff. No, that's not, oh, that's not even remotely happening. That's definitely not. What, what is happening in there? Nope. They put all of the ingredients in a bin, left it in the last open chi-chi's, and they just created this Long Island out of that fermented You are juice. absolutely right about that. That's what that is. That is truth facts right there. Okay, gross. Okay, so my what the hell. Um, you know, I got a thing with this meat clown. I know you have a thing with the, the meat clown. The, the meat tube clown, baloney, whatever it was, with a clown face on it. And every slice you cut is a clown face. Every slice. Um, apparently, that was the tip of the iceberg. There's so much more. I was um, just looking surfing around the net, and I came across this article on foodbeast.com. And... There was a list of icky lunch meat faces. What is this obsession? I don't know, but there was one that had a face of Dora the Explorer on it, but it was just like this baloney shape with a red outline of what could be the shape of her head and hair, and then these creepy little eyes. No. Um, do you really want to eat processed meat that stares back at you? I don't want to eat processed meat that stares back at me, or that has been like, uh. What did they put in that meat to turn those different shades? That's a really good point. And why does it have eyes on it? Because that makes you wonder, how do the eyes survive? Even if they aren't actual eyes. It's so processed, but how do the eyes survive? That's not okay. No, it's definitely not okay. Um, there was something called a Billy Bear sausage. A Billy Bear sausage? Yeah, yeah Billy Bear sausage. And I think it was, it was actually in the shape of like a teddy bear, kind of like a gummy bear shape. Of no. A teddy bear. Yeah. Um, and then there was this small log of baloney called baby baloney. I'm done. But with there's the... a picture of the bait of a baby on the log. No. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Who decided that was a thing? I really don't know. I have a lot of questions for that marketing company. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know. Um and then the one last thing that, that crossed my path was a meat face Justin Bieber. But this was kind of a standalone. It wasn't, you know, like a processed log of beef or meat. It was like ground beef, and it had bacon hair. <laughs> and, but... Were they bits or strips? Bits or strips? Strips. Oh, I mean, it has to best. be strips. You know, his hair falls best. down in that cascade. Thing. Oh, that's fair. There has to be a yeah. swoop. Um, but the eyes... The eyes stared back. Regular eyes? Regular eyes stared back. With a ground beef face. Yeah. And bacon And I think it's one of those things that you bake like a meatloaf. (gasps) Did they make the nose out of shrimp? Don't. That's a missed opportunity. Why would you even say that out loud? No. (laughs) Missed opportunity. Ugh, gross. Someone make a Justin Bieber meat face with a shrimp nose. Thank you. (laughs) And on that note, that is my what... The ever-loving hell. What? The ever-loving hell. Stop (laughs) with the meat pictures. I can't help it. Not you. Just the world. Okay, fine. All right, everybody. Thank you. I hope this has been an entertaining and informative, especially for those of you who haven't been to cons before. I hope this has inspired you to get yourself out to one. Um, Well, and if if there was anything we didn't cover, um, start a conversation uh, in the comments. 
Yeah. Uh, or send us, send us an email. Absolutely. Because the more comfortable we can make folks, um, I think the better. Mm-hmm. Because that just improves the experience. It just makes it better feel, for When everyone. you feel comfortable and natural there. Um, so, yeah. Uh, send us an email. Get in touch with us. Let us know what your favorite cons are. Or some mm-hmm. cons that we should check out. We're always looking for a recommendation. Absolutely. Um, so, you can find us at our website, thehorrorsalon.com. Uh, drop us a line at info at thehorrorsalon.com. And, of course, as always, follow us on our Instagram for some exciting content coming at you um, all week long. That's at the horror salon. And now the candle is out. The glasses are most definitely not empty because we are not drinking Chi Chi's Long Island iced tea. Nope. No, we are not. I'm your co host, The Witch. And I'm your co host, Andemic. We will see you next time at the horror salon. It's the witch and Andemic. Music for this episode is Rage by the 126ers. Check out our website for show notes and links to some cool extras. Later, nerds. <laughs>